All right, very cool. So Ashley, I did want to ask you about Tiernanog. I mean, there's there's some people here who have never uh, shot a film before and just using this to kind of learn about filmmaking. We have even some like actors who want to get into filmmaking. So if, uh, is there any way you could talk about like the process of, of all stages of production with with Tiernanog? Like, like um, anything about from pre-production, principal photography, anything that you want to talk about or just kind of guide us through uh, how it all came together? Yeah, sure. Um, so I remember after the script, I sent it to Victor and he was really impressed by it. And we were, me and Victor, uh, we were both in the same like program. We might've even been in the same class for screenwriting together. I'm not really sure if this was the same class, um, but I sent it to him and I was kind of getting close to having to do like my thesis project where I would have to produce like a longer film. Um, mm -hmm. So I sent it to him and he was like, oh, he's like, this is cool. Like, I really, we have to shoot this. Um, he's like, I have this friend named Joe, who's a really great director who lives like downtown or I think you were living up uh, somewhere above LA. Um, yeah. And he was like, we, I have to, uh, do you want to meet him? Like we should meet and we could talk. And I said, yeah, like that would be, that'd be great. So after we, I sent it to Victor, it was pretty fast. Like you, me, um, or you, me, Victor, Joe, and our cameraman, Zach, we all met in Cafe Ma, uh, downtown LA. You remember That's that? The, I love that cafe now. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Um, and then kind of from there, it was just, it was so fast. I think we went right, like, right into, um, I got like on, I got back onto backstage and started contacting actors. Yes. So I think like once the script was done, then after we met, we kind of decided. And then after that was when I started reaching out to actors. Mm -hmm. And then I think after that, um, because Victor was so good about the locations, we couldn't have had any of our locations without Victor, yeah. which is why I'm glad he was my co-producer. Um, I think we were kind of like, I think casting kind of went through like the whole process of us finding locations and like getting everything kind of set up and um, just figuring out like our timing of where we're going to be. So I think that it's just, it's really key that once you have a script that you probably, I would recommend like first, like finding a location and then casting um because I think we were kind of because we were just we were going so fast and um you know I was in classes and so was Victor we were all working um which you guys sacrificed a lot of time to make this which is so amazing and I don't know how you guys did it it was fun that's um, how we did it that's what it was yeah it was fun oh I remember like going to bed fun. like one or two in the morning it'd be like five <laughs> a few times <laughs> producer's yeah. life that's what it was <laughs> Yeah, I'd be on yeah. the phone like late nights. I was so burned out, but <laughs> but it was so much fun. Um, but I think just once getting the script and then, you know, having an idea of how you want your cast to be, gain locations, and then organizing the schedule and figuring out like when you're going to shoot and like for how long and how many shooting sessions that you want to have, kind of having that all planned out ahead of time, like um, that was really helpful for me. Like, you know, shoot maybe like you know six times and have like you know eight hour sessions or like however want and of course it's gonna probably always go over <laughs> sure. uh, like it did but um I think just um having that plan like you know from script to you know every other locations to having like your um your schedule planned out and then casting and then making sure that everybody has like their casting needs and everything um and then from then on I think kind of as we kind of went then we like in the middle of production hired like a makeup artist uh you you I think was her name you 
Yes. Right. She's, I know she's, she's from Germany. Yeah, she, she was, she was pretty cool. On, on her actor did, Landon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a really good aged makeup on actor on Landon with like his hands and like his face um, to make him look middle-aged. That was really, really cool. Um, so I think just, yeah, it's everyone has a, has a different production process, I think, because like once you kind of start, it's kind of just like, it's just such a cyclone <laughs> of like things happening at once. And somehow you kind of manage it all and you come out the other side with the finished product. Um, so I'd recommend like, yeah, absolutely. Like having a schedule is really key and like making sure that you always communicate with like your, your crew. Um, so I hope that kind of answers that question. Cause yeah, we were pretty, we were pretty fast and like just kind of from script to yeah. you know, planning to production to casting um, and then just making sure everyone's organized and happy too. And like, we had to figure out food, everything. Food is really important. Right. Um, I felt so badly because like whenever actors like the last day, I didn't know she was vegan until like, the whole time. Oh, right. Victor, you saved yeah. the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, pay attention to detail, I guess. You know? Yeah. Um, just yeah. like being, if I were to go back, like being in tune, like with things like that would have really helped for me. So I'm glad that I, you know, I had you and people to work with that, you know, could really pick up the pieces that like I would miss as a producer or like you know anything and I think like you know make looking at the weather because we were shooting like in August yes yeah so keep keeping in mind the weather on the particular days that you're shooting because I know that for like our last church uh, mm -hmm. uh session I think the camera kept getting overheated <laughs> yeah yeah so just keeping those things in mind I think that would be um that's very helpful to keep in mind as a film producer too. I think that answers the question and it's so hard to answer, well, like no, to give like- That's such like, a, you, you really you really covered, it. I mean, like, you know, even the, got the specifics of SoCal filmmaking, you know, with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> overheated, weather and everything, yeah. And, and I think one of the, the like you said, what, what I think is really important too, one of the things I took away from that was like the scheduling. And I yeah. remember we were looking at like multiple, many days, but because, you know, you looked it over, you know, you took it like a, like a day or so, an, an extra day or so to look at it. And then we found a way to kind of make the schedule work we can film mm -hmm. this there. and we saved like you know two or three shoot days you know yeah we did yeah, yeah we did yeah. we could have got it done without that and and uh yeah, yeah you really were, were very alert very attentive to everybody that's what i really loved about you as a producer was that you were able to talk to to us right like people who were helping to make it but then also the actors also mm -hmm. you know right. everybody the makeup everybody you were able to it's like good communication i think really really saved us and you did a you did a fine job with that very proud right oh thank you absolutely but yeah i absolutely. think that i think one of the major the, the major turning points like from you know start to finish was like you know meeting you and zach and victor together and then um and then you know figuring out like our scheduling and then you know we really those locations were a huge blessing like i remember that was like a huge part of relief for me at least was when we finally had like those super nice locations that victor found with your friend's house. They were so nice. Let a bunch Matt of and Ryan. Yep. <laughs> there into, you go. Their, yeah. into their nice yeah, Shout out house. to them, Matt and Ryan. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were amazing. Yeah. They were just like, go ahead. And their house was like so nice and pristine. <laughs> it was and on TLC, I believe, right? It was on a big show. Uh, yeah, 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 it was It was on, um, they, they, their house was uh, Christina and the Coast, in, uh, right? Christina on the Coast, there you go, episode two. Yes. <laughs> Season one, <laughs> give a shout out. Uh, and speaking of shout outs, guys, I want to give a shout out to the to the to the cast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were amazing. Uh, they were amazing to work with. Right. Uh, Ashley, Joe, um, they were fantastic. Um, Alyssa, Landon, Joe, Joe Coffey, um, Juliet, brilliant, brilliant actress as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Rachel, Michelle, 
and I, I want uh, Sarah, right? <laughs> is that right? The the yeah. who plays the the um the the, the witch is that is that, yeah. is that the proper yeah. yeah. And and uh, everyone, um, all the extras as well that that helped out. Um, you know, shout out to to them. Um, mm-hmm. They made it very easy to work um, yeah. during those days, and they're very awesome, um, professional, and just fun to work with. And yeah. uh, you know, hopefully, yeah. I can get them on the show as well too. So thank you guys, everyone, all the cast. So I hope I got it. I think I got everyone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got everyone. So yeah, I think you did. Shout out to Juliet's aunt. <laughs> she was yeah, so and true. oh yeah, Juliet's aunt Vanessa. I don't. I I I I'm gonna give you a shout out, Vanessa. Thank you too. Thank you. Um, David, so I know you weren't part of the process of the TNN, but I know you saw it. Yes. What is your take on, on TNN or, or, or turn it off? To be fair, I've, I've, she, she's had that under lock and key. Oh, and, really? uh, oh. yeah, she, she's, uh, Ashley has been the, quite the gatekeeper on it. And <laughs> <laughs> she needs to she needs to just let me watch it alone like i said i usually get commentary when i when i i was like i think i've seen it at least three times i think mm-hmm. and um i i thought that it was spectacular because the runtime's about what like 12 minutes or 12, 12 minutes yeah 12 yeah, 13 minutes 12, yeah 12, 12 minutes yeah yeah um you know the acting was superb and you know of course you know it was nice to see ashley's cameo in there um (laughs) but yeah the light the lighting was superb and the i I really loved the um the color between the different phases in the uh the color grading in the different phases of because there's there's a lapse in time throughout the um several lapses in time throughout the uh the short film and i thought that it was great and i'm trying to remember how ashley had described it to me and how she kept sort of you know being her harshest critic, I kept telling her, oh, no, 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 I thought that this was done fine. But I think that it was it was quite left on a um, a bit of a cliffhanger. And you just kind of, you wanted more, you know? Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, so when it ended, it was very, very, um, not like bad, like, but it was just abrupt for me because of course I wanted more. But no, I, I thought that it was, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. And and let's 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 not forget to mention the, the awards it received, Ashley. I'm going to let you... Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, so um, we pre- it premiered at the Hanford International Film Festival. That was, I think, their second year doing it. Um, and then I, because of the pandemic, like a lot of festivals were online. So there was um, a Toronto festival. It wasn't the it wasn't TIFF. It wasn't Toronto International, but it was like Toronto like online screen awards. It was it was a pretty good festival, and um, they awarded us like the best sci fi you know, uh, f- a short film and then the best like actress in a short film for, uh, for, uh, um, for the, for Alicia's character, for Alyssa. Um, Alyssa Latson. Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah. So she got um, an award for that too. Um, and I think there was like a best directing award that went out too. And then like a, an honorary, like sci-fi mention, I think. So there was at least four or five accolades um but it went around for a little while and actually like I actually recently had the Hanford Film Festival reach out to me again so I once I talked to you Victor I did resubmit it to them and I'll have to send you guys their information because they told me to tell my friends that were filmmakers that they could submit to so if if you guys have past projects you can I'll send you the email and you could you could do that um but yes, it, it did pretty, pretty well. Like, I think just the cinematography is like one of my favorite parts of Turn and Oak. 
and I don't think I got anything for cinematography um, that I that I think I don't think it did. Um, like David said, the coloring, um, but maybe next time it goes through because the lighting and the coloring was really well done. Right. Um, I love like the in like the counseling scene, like how we took inspiration from Hereditary. Yeah. And it was like yeah. the the blues and like the ashy kind of tones and um and just the little bits of like the gold lighting here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty, but um yeah, so it it I think it got like four or five different accolades through wow. like a, like four different festivals yeah so i don't think we're done with it either i mean it it sucked because it was like we finished it kind of at the end of 2019 right right yeah and you know so i I still want to you know go for more awards with that and and really give it full potential for sure yeah yeah that that movie definitely deserved deserves its full round of um in the festival circuit just because the timing of it all and with the pandemic um i'm glad that it's it's recircling back I really yeah. am. Yeah. I was actually really shocked that um, I, I submitted it into a few different Scottish and Irish film festivals around that time too, but I was shocked that it didn't get into anything just because of the content. Um, so I might try that again too, like seeing like if any Scottish, I think I did submit to like a one recently. Um, I did submit to South by Southwest, but it didn't actually get in this time. Um, and I think we did, I think we did end up trying to do Sundance too. Yeah. I think I did submit to Sundance, um, but Sundance has been, I don't know what their film schedule is actually. I haven't looked it up in a little bit, like how they're doing submissions right now. Yeah. And then those are super hard ones to get into. There's, there's a lot of, you know, extra built into that, but I, I feel like we can still polish it up and, and, and get it to even more, you know, even more um, festivals as well too. Yeah. Uh, and I'm waiting for you to write the feature so that we can like, you know, just <laughs> go all in there you go. And, and get it for like Netflix or something. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I wanted to ask you guys, so you guys are recently engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Yeah. So how have you like, so actually how's your fiance or how have you guys helped each other in film? Like how uh, has he helped you get back into the fold of things during the pandemic? How have you guys kind of, uh, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the engagement? Can you also tell us how you guys like work together? I'd love to, to know about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we had a, a great, David pulled off a really great engagement. It was, oh. I was very, we have to send them the video. We just send them the video. <laughs> I yeah, think I saw it. Video. Yeah, it was in, uh, in uh, what is that place called? Um, to my tongue Instagram. now. Crest, Crest Park. What's Hillcrest it? Park, there you Hillcrest go. Hillcrest Park, yeah. 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 Hillcrest Park, yeah. Hillcrest yeah. Park, which is where we met for our first date. Oh. Yeah. yeah and so I had no idea I <laughs> David's sisters and some of their girlfriends like took me out to go get like our nails done and have like a girl's day so <laughs> I I had no idea like at all and they were like afterwards they were like of course you probably knew and I said I had no idea like we were, we got our nails done they had a whole plan I kept saying oh we can go by my house and hang out since we're in Fullerton but then my roommates because of COVID were like, no, we're not super comfortable, which is actually kind of great that that worked out for them because like they had a whole plan that did not include my house. <laughs> um, so yeah. I had like this whole ruse the whole day, like, oh, we're going to go get acai balls. And then David's friends like were like just coincidentally in the park filming something because David had pulled off, <laughs> David had like a month long lie going. It was, it was a long play. <laughs> <laughs> he played a long con with me. Yeah. Um, 
but you told you told me that you were letting your film equipment to your friend who was doing some kind of contest where if he made like a youtube video he or instagram video he could get a free car yeah i thought that she was going to be an eagle-eyed you know just kind of looking around my apartment seeing that some stuff was missing and then and you know and for the plan for her to like you know kind of meet them just you know coincidentally that it wouldn't seem so odd and there was a backstory to it i lied about getting my phone fixed i even on my way to work i said hey, can you track my location? I, my GPS is kind of messed up. And like I used, I was playing around with it and turning it off. And, and then I said, yeah, I got to go get my phone fixed this day. And I'm going to go hang out with a friend. So, you know, go ahead and enjoy, you know, getting your nails done. Go ahead and, you know, go ahead and get, uh, well, I think that my, my, I had my sister suggest Asa Ebels because it was across from the park. And um, I just kind of had my friends all, uh, Help me out with that one. We we're already at the park and we we're kind of just getting a feel for the fountain. And the it was just like, it's it's a beautiful park. And I didn't realize that other people, you know, love to use that park for other scenic, yeah. you know, purposes, whether it be uh, other uh, weddings and quinceañeras and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, <laughs> these guys gotta go. <laughs> I, luckily, luckily they all kind of wrapped up uh, before um, the girls met us at the park. And um you know, I had my buddy kind of recite these questions, uh, you know, and he kind of roped in uh, my sister and Ashley. And he's like, yeah, we just need to get two people in frame. Me and my brother are going to try and be in frame, but we want to, you know, practice with two people uh, right in front of the fountain. And, you know, I'm going to ask you a few questions and you're just going to respond. Oh, why not? And then um, like the last question, it was all hypothetical before that, but the last question, you know, I had him ask them like, oh, what I lie through my teeth just to get you to stand in front of the fountain. And they were just like, huh, like, why not? And then sure enough, like I, I came from around the corner. Funny enough, someone was, I mean, all the girls were in on it besides Ashley. So they were kind of like, one was recording and you kind of see my big head poking out <laughs> from around the corner in, in one of their, their shots. But uh yeah, no, it was it was fun. We grabbed some some drinks after, and yeah, it was it was just um, I shout out to those guys because they 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 really didn't have to fit me into their schedule there, but um, it, it was nice having having uh, having some help there. But um, yeah, that's kind of how the engagement went. But uh, as far as projects go, congratulations! Thank you. By the way, thank you. Yeah, yeah David really pulled. Yeah, he really pulled off an elaborate ruse. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 awesome. The the fact yeah. that you 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 asked you asked her you proposed to her the same place you guys had your first date. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I I had other ideas. I had one to, for uh, a theater, and she you know she kept even asking me. Oh no, this is after the fact. She 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 was asking me. Oh. Um, no, it might have been before, actually. You were asking me, oh, can I know what sort of idea? Because we kind of, I don't know, just being sort of like traditional, <laughs> you know, sort of Christian. We, you know, the, the conversation, I feel like the movies and TV have you have this perception of, oh, the, you know, the, the question just gets popped like randomly. It's like, no, there's discussions that happen before that. It's not all that big of a surprise, you know? Right. And, you know, I, 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 my personal opinion, it's only a surprise that is it is it's only if like you're putting a band-aid on something and you're trying to make up for being in the doghouse or something. But, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know, if someone were to like randomly just like pull a ring out of their pocket without any, oh, like, you know, anything, any conversation prior to that. But I had, uh, I had mentioned, you know, I thought about like, you know, doing it in the theater and kind of coming up with like a fake script. 
and having like a uh, or even like a, a table read before that, I was trying to think of so many long cons to sort of just like, you know, totally pull the wool over her eyes. But uh, I thought that I'd stick to the sentimentality of our first date. But um, as far as like projects go, I think it's just it's kind of at a at a lull right now. I mean, I think we've both been um, uh, exploring other uh, job prospects, you know, of course, during the pandemic and, you know, wedding planning. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we've tossed around a few ideas. Ashley's constantly writing uh, for, you know, other jobs and people. And so she that's 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 like her life. If she's not writing, she's at least reading. So, you know, her head's usually down in a book or on her laptop but um yeah i i think we've uh we've both said that you know we we desperately like want to you know we want to do something together the moment we're uh you know married and settled in and you know we can get our hands on some uh some decent equipment and um actually hunker down and write something um we we, we tossed around a few projects um before the holiday season but uh i don't know ashley you want to chime in on on any of that well, I know that I did. Um, I I do need to write a feature film for Tuna Noak. I I really don't realize. Don't know why I haven't done that yet. Because um, that's kind of what I what started out as when I was um, doing my screenwriting class. But last year, like September twenty twenty, I did write another feature film. Wow. But I have to go back and redo a lot of it. David read through it. Um, <laughs> and it was it but it was different than Tuna Noga. it was like a World War II piece I think I told Victor a little bit about it so yeah yeah rings last the bell. year right yeah mm -hmm. it was called The Muse and it's about um it's based on like it's loosely based on like some true events that I read about like in high school and kind of recently like just like Holocaust literature mm -hmm. um about a woman who was like a painter and painter during the Holocaust and then her brother dies and like when Germany takes over part of the Netherlands because that's where they're located and they her family hides this Jewish girl who they give an, another alias to and another identity because she no one can know she's Jewish um since it's during um the invasion of Germany into the Netherlands and the story is that the the painter begins painting the painter has not had any success like painting but then she decides to paint like portraits of this Jewish girl and the whole thing is supposed to be, it's supposed to go from like, you know, being a small little idea to it gets into more maybe esteemed households and like eventually it will get into like the Fears household. And it just kind of an interesting like kind of um, storyline with just the fact that it, it, I wanted the idea of like having like a very like, because like having like a, that portrait of like that girl and no one would have known like her identity but everyone thinks it's a beautiful just I thought that was a very interesting like concept and even like the Germans would have thought it was beautiful and they have no idea who this girl is and just kind of the power like in that I guess I, I it's kind of like convoluted now that I talk about it like that in the message but um I just thought that was a very interesting um like you know so, someone that's being oppressed but they're kind of like you know they're a symbol of beauty during like this really hard time and um how the movie ends is I think she doesn't they don't survive but I might revive I rewrite that because like so the the painter and the girl don't survive um but the brother in the end turns out that he like did survive the factory attack so <laughs> I'm still it's like a very much a work in progress but I do want to try to to do a feature for Tuna No um but yeah, David and I have talked a lot about different ideas, how, what would it look like if we co-wrote something? We bounced off a lot of ideas with each other and uh, um, 
just really missing like being on set like I don't apart from like teach me how to pray which that was so much fun to kind of you know create like a small set during COVID um to kind of quench that like <laughs> that thirst for the production scene um but I really want to go I I just I really want to have like another Tierna Nog like kind of type production um with you guys and it hasn't happened yet but I know that Shaker was always telling us to to make our feature film, Victor. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and um, I think Joe and I um, have always uh, talked about something, and we, and we always talk about doing little things to, to you know, to build momentum into the mm-hmm. bigger, you know, into a bigger production. So mm-hmm. um, even if it's like a one minute, two minute um, yeah. uh, short uh, for a reel or just, uh, just to get in the fold of things again, um, that builds mm-hmm. momentum uh, to, to go on a bigger picture, right. Or go on a bigger pro- uh, production. So, mm-hmm. um, we can't wait. Uh, but I, again, I, I, I'm stressing on, re- um, putting t- uh, t- Tiernanog back into the film festival circuit because it deserves yeah. its run. I yeah. think we've done, yeah. uh, it, it's such a good, we've done such a good job, put a lot of hard work into it. And then, um, everyone was uh, a pleasure to work with. Um, yeah. and it's, it's truly art. So, um, I can't wait to, to see what, what comes for, for Trinidad in, in this upcoming film festival circuit. I, I really love hearing how much you guys like want to revisit it and just goes to show like, you know, how much passion you guys put into, into Trinidad. And actually not to gloss over like the muse, the muse, it, honestly, I think Ashley had like a reluctance to writing like a period piece, but I think just for the sake of filmmaking for your, like your listeners, I think that reluctance on her part, I think it, it, I think that you, you could apply it to all sorts of things outside of filmmaking, just, you know, your, your, you know, everyday life, but, you know, sort of approaching those, those hurdles or those challenges or something that you may be reluctant to maybe approach. I think she did rather well on it. I think it's a very uh, succinct project, but it has enough detail. Usually your period dramas are, they, you know, they feel like, uh, well, you know, there's a lot of great period dramas out there, a lot of World War II dramas. And usually like, you know, standard fare, they're usually like two hours plus where, mm-hmm. you know, this one just really is a, a good story straight into the point, has enough detail. But yeah, I, I think that she did um, really well with it because I never would have thought that she would have wanted to do something like that. But as she was like kind of writing it, writing it and telling me about it, um, I really wanted her to persist with it. But yeah, Tierna Nog definitely, definitely needs its uh, its due. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a shame that the pandemic kind of, you know, snagged it, you know, or, you know, kind of hit a snag with that. But mm-hmm. I think as, um, you know, things are a uh, little less bleak and, you know, things are opening up a bit more. I think that um, right. it definitely, definitely needs to be put in uh, circulation again. Yeah. yeah, I know that on one of the, I think it was a podcast I listened to earlier, um, victor's victor and joe's like that first episode with the with the couple that was on there um i know that you guys talked about it was a different context of like um talking about like asian actors about like being like your time and we're definitely in a very different time again of like you know filmmaking Mm -hmm. um and that's a whole other thing to unpack that you know i'd like to talk more about um with like you know because i i was uh, i was just so interesting hearing like all your thoughts on like that, that episode because i was like wow like what a cool perspective and like you know, how much hard work has gone into it for you guys. Um, but yeah, I think we're in like another new era of filmmaking as far as just like, you know, how we make films again, like the the, the technical aspect of how we make films and what that's going to look like now. And, 
how you know the the pandemic really affected independent filmmakers that's another like show topic we could get into another time too um but uh yeah it it just it's it's really changed a lot I feel like I don't know but it's but I think I think that a lot of like really good creativity is coming out of like this too I think a lot more people once they get kind of back up like we're just going to see all kinds of new comment content like new perspectives and like you know fresh takes and and different representations and such like in this new era I think is that's what's coming yeah yeah absolutely I think uh there's a lot of people who wrote during the pandemic and they're ready to unleash you know their their scripts and move those into production so I just want to say thank you guys again and congratulations you know on, on the wedding and then all your future work together uh, as someone who also works with my my fiance as well too um you know it's it's a warm feeling it's a different very unique experience and yeah. it makes things better it just yeah. does yeah, yeah. I, I can't harp on um oh, go ahead go ahead, david oh i was just gonna say on that note i think just one of the the key things when when ashley and i first started talking and dating just on that cooperative you know just fiancés working together type type deal i think uh, it was just really encouraging. I, I think both Ashley and I come from a very, very similar background um, and upbringing that it's just nice, you know, being able to work with someone who really sees your vision, understands it. Also, you know, you know, Ashley's, um, you know, training and stuff and having gone to school for filmmaking, it's nice for her to have some input and always willing to lend me a hand with that. But just that that hunger for wanting to make um, culture that was one of the one of the key things that really kind of um, you know lit the spark between me and me and Ashley is just that um, that that want and that need to to create culture and you know I think things are just gonna while while the pandemic was a a, a bit of a slog for especially independent filmmakers I think just the the year and the technology that, you know, that we're just uh, approaching with, I think that, that um, I think it's making it that much easier, especially for me, like with the, the mobile film thing, I can, I can speak to, speak to that at the very least. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that, that uh, I think the pandemic actually really um, kind of let people put things in perspective in multiple ways, but with filmmaking, I think that, um, I think that that hunger only got uh, that much more palpable you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I mean, um, I think we all could attest this, but good people in this industry are, is really hard to come by. Yeah. And, you know, um, I absolutely love working with all you guys and um, Joe and I, we, we have this saying about a film family, right? Building a film family. And mm-hmm. you guys are definitely part of that. And, um, you know, um, it, it's hard when you talk about your aspirations, film aspirations, outside of the circle. So to be able to, um, you know, uh, talk and, and, and just have that love and passion for, for this film industry without having to sort of second guess what you're saying, um, it's, it's a luxury to have. And, um, you know, I appreciate all you guys as well too. So, and again, good luck with your wedding. Um, we're gonna be working together soon. And I know that for a fact. So um, guys, Ashley, David, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, guys, for, for me, Victor, for Joe, uh, we are the Darker Tandy Asian signing out. Thank you for again for having thank us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.